It's the Daily Talk Show, episode 712, and it is Georgie Boy here. I'm here all week, and I hope everyone has recovered from the 24-hour marathon that we did on Friday. I'm feeling good, and I'm putting together all of the interviews that were recorded that day and releasing them as individual episodes. So, later down the week, you'll get to hear Christian Hull and Steph and Laura, the Kick Girls, uh, Ryan Shelton. It's going to be amazing. Uh, to start with, this is Brad Blanks. It was recorded at 8am on the Friday uh, and a really fun chat. We love Brad Blanks, so I hope you enjoy this one. Uh, Brad Blanks. Oh, here he give is. Me, give, give me a second. I'm just going to turn on your, on your mic, Brad. There you go. How are you, Brad? Look, look at... Oh, great. Look at these legends. Oh, it's beautiful <laughs> to be with you, fellas. What a, what a thing you're I? doing, you guys. Just, just inspired by your, your, your magic of what you're going to put out for the next... 23 hours, so good luck. <laughs> I'm just um, glad that you ex- said that you'd... Uh, what time is it where you are, Brad? Uh, six, Nearly 6 p.m. So, you know, okay. you know, we're preparing dinner, you know, all that sort of stuff. But, you know, um, I'll continue to check in over the next 23 hours and make sure everyone's upright and uh, staying spot on and on the ball. So, Have you done anything yeah, outrageous? I mean, Brad, you've, you've, you've been an Elmo once, which... Yeah, can you tell that story? Yeah, that was uh, 2007, and it was one of those deals, you know, look, I was a sidekick on a morning radio show. I know you guys have been there before. Uh, Tommy, I, 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 you were a host of a show. I don't know if you were ever a sidekick, you, Tommy, at all. Uh, it depends who you asked, because sort of. we were both sidekicks <laughs> right. if you asked individuals. Yeah, and, uh, it's very good. I like that. Um, yeah, uh, so I every year I'd do one big stunt, because I, I just didn't want to be the stunt guy, you know, uh, but I, I was the stunt, stunt guy so, uh, uh, on the Scott and Todd show and WPLJ. So they dressed me up as Elmo, and it was a beautiful Elmo, probably the most expensive Elmo uh, suit you could get. You know, fiberglass head, Hessian suit with redness on the outside. It was perfect. And they had me do a uh, tw- uh, 21 miles through New Jersey, the suburbs of New Jersey. The first seven miles was, were, was on a, a kid's baby uh, BMX. The next seven miles were on a scooter, and the final seven miles I was jogging, and that was my stunt to finish that through. And, and, and we, I went for about four counties, and with counties, it's like the old Dukes of Hazard where police aren't allowed to go from county to county. And um, wow. the police gave me an escort. They they loved it. The police were all on board, right? But as we get to a, a county border, the like I have a like a four police car cavalcade and me in the middle elmo dress yeah and um the police would fan off and the next set of cars would join me elmo as we keep traveling through new jersey i think i caused about three traffic accidents as well and shut down (laughs) the whole of north new jersey uh, during that stunt but yes um but not nothing as wild as a 24-hour broadcast this is a very commendable fellas uh, we, and I feel that's, like, that's more physically, uh, <laughs> yeah. more physical exertion than what we're doing. What do you think's more tough, physical or the mental exertion that we're doing? Uh, uh, look, they're both equally important in life. Uh, mental will be tough. Uh, uh, smelling the smells that you all will uh, exude out of your bodies. You're in different locations, so that's good, right? Yeah, we're all split up, I guess. Or is yeah, there anyone yeah, 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 next are, to each yeah. other? Oh, good. Yeah, good. But yeah, no, there'll be a lot of sweating moments. There'll be interviews that will go sideways and blood will <laughs> oh, run yeah. to all parts of your body. 
Yeah, you've been there before, guys. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like you've been there more than us. What's what's the what's the tip when something's going when something's going sideways? What do you do? Especially, yeah. I mean, we don't I, have the likes of Ricky Gervais or Jennifer yes. Aniston on the show today, but close, close. Go, yes. <laughs> well, you have you actually have really good looking people come on your show, so it's a, it's a good looking show you, you put out there. But uh, one when the when it really went sideways for me once was I was hosting a live event with about three hundred people, and it was for Coldplay. So it was Coldplay were on stage. This little intimate um, club it's called the China Club, and it had every music executive from every different label all went all radio executives in there and i was you know the man in the crowd doing interviews interviewing them up on stage trying to get everyone involved and i asked uh, johnny um chris martin's you know let's call him i shouldn't call him a sidekick but i said johnny are you gonna host a cigar night when chris has his next baby like that and um chris stopped everything and said mate that's a personal question you can't ask that in this environment chris martin said that to me and um and i was and i and the blood just rushed it actually goes to your bottom first the blood <laughs> yeah i don't know yeah, what, what that means <laughs> and um things just tightened up and the sweat started pouring down and and uh, i was crushed and someone else quickly took up and and they moved on to the next topic and the only way you can come back is come up with a funny question or something entertaining two minutes later and if you can get that happening you can get back on track quickly. But um, even just talking about it now, I'm sweating, I'm perspiring. It was probably the most yeah. painful experience of my, my life. Yeah, but so it will happen had, to you guys today. Uh, I, I already <laughs> feel, I know that it's going to happen. Um, yeah, Brad, the, when we spoke to you, um, that was sort of early ISO. Are you, are you finding a groove? How's yes. things going? Yeah, it's, um, um, yeah, it's a mental, it, it's, it's mentally wild, isn't it? Because you... First, you know, you guys are ambitious guys. You want to fit a lot into your day. You, you talked about, I think, you know, Tommy, was it your, is it your missus that's going to do the 5.30 get-ups in the morning? Yeah. Is that, is that, is that, yeah. So we all want to do all these things. And the, the big depression mounts when you start not getting stuff done, you know, in this sort of <laughs> ISO. And you start going, geez, I, I, this was going to be my moment to write, you know, write War and Peace. This was my moment to write the next great novel. When did yeah, you realise? Um, is there a specific moment, Brad, where you're like, oh, fuck, this is, yeah. this is not happening? Yeah. yeah, when your actual day job really kicks in, and my day job's <laughs> being on radio, and, and, and then your day job asks more, and they want more and more, and you're like, oh, jeez, this day job's actually quite hard. You know, um, and, and, and so it sort of exploded the job in terms of Zooming people and doing interviews. And then you, yeah. when you want to do something for yourself, you're kind of like, uh, you know, a bit lazy. I'll go have a beer, early beer, or I'll try and do 20 sit-ups. Um, yeah, I'll get to like 15. Oh, sorry, Brad. No, that we're was three great. Minutes, we're three minutes late. Oh. Um, oh. Uh, it's, uh, where are the 20, <laughs> 23 hour mark? It took me, I actually had to download <laughs> that file. That's awesome. But sorry to, sorry yeah. to interrupt you halfway through. I thought, you were, I, I thought you were about to bring, I thought you were about to bring Pitbull on. I don't know what uh, happened Pitbull's there, but I think guess? I felt... I felt like what you feel felt like in that interview. I just sort of zoned out. I was like, so, yeah, 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 me too. I felt in control, so it actually felt quite good. You know, I just, I just, yeah, the, yeah. 
we're three minutes, we're four minutes late on the on the hour thing. We were trying to do that every single hour. So, um, oh, but no, but so that's probably fair, Josh. We probably went about four minutes late or a yeah. couple of minutes late to the to the seven a.m. start. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, yeah, hey, I got a question for you guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So, Mr. 97's become a, a legend. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. he's, you know, uh, when ISO comes down and he fires up his Tinder, it's going to mm-hmm. be an avalanche. Well, he doesn't, um, he found a girlfriend oh, oh, on ISO, Brad. Oh, wow. Yeah. He found a girlfriend. What happened? Oh, my God. This is an ISO. This is what happened on the uh, red carpet, what we're seeing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is great. Yeah, so what happened, Mr. 97? You, you've been snagged, have you? Yeah, well, I mean, Grace, who who uh, listened to the show, we, we started um, messaging and, um, yeah, she's she's great. She's so much fun. So we're, we're a bit of a boyfriend and girlfriend now, so. Jeez, Tommy and Josh, look what you're doing. You're changing yeah. lives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, it was all us. Really? Yeah. Trying, buddy. <laughs> it was all us. <laughs> We're trying. Now, your other guy that you've added to the show. Yeah, uh, g- yeah. Give me a give me a rundown of this fella. Yeah, so there's uh, George. So uh, George is great. Yep. He's he's an epic editor. He's very good at putting together. He reminds me of um. You remember it like Ryan Shelton would do those great uh, Rove segments or whatever. He's just got a yep. great. Uh, sense of timing and comedy and all that sort of thing. So yeah, George, he's actually editing right now. He's he's doing highlights of all the twenty four hours, which will come out uh, next week. That's fantastic. So George, was there a video of him sleeping in a like a sleeping bag or somewhere, and then you woke him up or something? I don't know. Yeah, oh, the hump day. Oh, replay. that might have been yeah, the hump yes, day yes, replay. Yeah, yeah, the hump yeah, day yeah. replay. Yes. Yeah, that was a I big do, I do Friday like night that. drinks. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, look, well, anyway, you've got a great cast surrounding there. Mr. 97, George, yeah. the young fella from Bathurst. Yeah, Char- yeah, Charles is helping us. It's it's great. Um, and so you're going to join us in the middle of the night. I think, I can't remember the That's exact right. time. Yeah. What was the time that we, so at... Um, uh, 4 a.m. 4 a.m. Yeah. your time. 4 a.m. our time. Yeah, as well. Yeah, um, that's good. Yeah. And then after that, we have Hamish Blake, who I believe is joining us. <clears throat> on a training bike I've, i said hey we're thinking like it'd be great for us all to go on bikes the only thing is we haven't been able to organize bikes i don't know if it's a bit of a stitch up if he rocks up in lycra and sort of ready for a ride on camera but um yeah, we'll, we'll, what we'll time do you have hamish Four forty. so you're right. yeah awesome. so so we, we you can do the you can do the handover you can do the yeah do the, do the high five um, oh that'll be right. wonderful have you been to Manhattan at all since all like um, since we last spoke? Uh, no, I haven't. No, mm-hmm. that's that's yeah, it's crazy. Now I got I heard from a friend of mine who was in the epicenter of all that Queens disaster that we spoke about with the Elmhurst mm-hmm. Hospital, you know, just a couple mm-hmm. of miles out of Manhattan, and uh, he said uh, he lost a lot of people in the neighbourhood, which is very sad. But and he his words were it was the epicenter of it all, and uh, but that hospital now is is relatively calm so unfortunately a lot of people passed but they got over that they've, they've got over that hump but yeah you know yeah. new york's still a, 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 you know, a ghost town mm-hmm. is yeah. are you, are you mean, guys getting back to are things opening and shit now or uh out in long island there's movement you know but yeah. still obviously you know it's all we want restaurants and bars but that's never that we're not never going to happen but that's mm-hmm. not going to happen and you know, mm. we're, we're, you know we're out near a water you know a beach and so that's sort of a festive area 
who knows what summer's going to bring, you know, like, mm-hmm. is summer going, I mean, it won't be like previous summers, obviously. So, um, yeah, we, we're, not, we're not sure. Where did you take us for lunch, Brad, when we were in New York City? We went somewhere <laughs> uptown, was it? Yeah, where did, you where like did we it? Go? It's a nice no, lunch I, place. A lot of seats, yeah, I don't know if that we, helps. Don't know. Did we go to the coffee shop? Bree's got a very good memory. I mean, it seemed quite fancy. I mean, I was like, "Oh, look at this joint. This this looks fancy." But I was thinking, like, was it the following day? It was the day. Have you got it in your calendar? Do you have sort of a calendar, Bradville? Yeah, I'm going to find that. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to look that up. But yeah, keep sorry, Tom. But I feel. I feel like you just sort of waltzed in. It was like lunchtime. It was just, it was a real New York experience. I felt like an Aussie dude had really sort of just lent in. I mean, you are a New Yorker. You've been there for what, nearly 20 years or something? Um, yeah, 20 years. Yeah, 01, October 01. But the, the seeing the people out in New York, like just lunchtime at these busy restaurants, like I feel like for it to switch back to that straight away is going to be super hard. Don't you think? Yeah, yeah you've. You've nailed it. No, no, it's super hard. Like to, oh, I, I, to unpack this is is craziness because you sit. You, I've gone to New York because I want to be around the people, the excitement, the buzz, everything you, you know you read about. Like I was, you know, a Woody Allen fan and Seinfeld fan, and then I want to be there, and and everything I loved that drove me to get there. And then then I get there and I sort of live like a normal person. So I'm living like Woody Allen, but that's probably not a good example to live like. Um, but um. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, that's a whole other story. But yeah, 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 but but it's a city where stories are developing every day in your life and mm. people you're bumping into. will, And it's all about bumping into or crashing into people. Is that crashing into uh, effect that makes it such a glorious place to, to live in going to be there? And, and you know, I'm a, I'm a, I have three children. We've stayed in the city. We have a small apartment there that we love. We, we have a great, great building. Uh, and, a, and a good area, and, and and you're like, what's the? You know, are we at a stage where we think we have to move out, or? And that's yeah. we haven't started asking those questions, but it's along those lines. Yeah. Well, Brad, um, your your but, wife's but, from yeah. London, isn't she, or England? That, isn't she? Yeah, England. That's right. Yep. yep and so English. then you're an Aussie. What accent do your kids have? The three kids <laughs> that have grown up in. Uh, remember when Elle McPherson got that, uh, that what do they call it? The transatlantic accent? Um, I think. It's a bit international, international school sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's all screwed up. You know, um, <laughs> but the big ones were Elle McPherson, Kylie Minogue, all got those weird accents and uh, they have yeah. that. But then then they, um, they say Manhattan like that, which is funny because we live on the east side of Manhattan and uh, <laughs> that is a very <laughs> that is a very long island it's, it's really interesting how you can live on one side of you know a skinny skinny island and they and, and they sound like Lindsay Lohan from um, you know who grew up in the middle of Long Island so I always say to them don't you sound like Lindsay Lohan coming from me obviously you know uh, the broadest country accent you can have but anyway um, but yeah weird accents for my kids how do you like brad you've got great access to people like you had ricky gervais or whatever you've had the tiger king guy do you have any tips for securing great guests great yes um good good question and and and, and as i said before my day job's exploded zoom has been good for me you know um people are wanting to chat and you guys are probably finding that and um but secure like i 
if you're dealing with a publicist or you know, their team, I always say it's going to be fun, it's going to be easy, and it'll be quick. You know, um, mm. yeah, you, you can save all the dirty jokes surrounding the setup <laughs> I gave you then. Um, but uh, it's not how you want to promote yourself when you're in a nightclub. You know, Mr. 97, don't quick. say those things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He doesn't go to nightclubs. Uh, you're safe. At least he's fun. Good, good, good. Least fun. <laughs> at least he's fun. Yeah. Um, it's fun. At least he's fun. Yeah, so, no, but you, you, you want to put the, look, it's all a publicist game, right, in, in terms of what, what I'm chasing, you know, I, I, like, um, and you've got to, and then it's their reputation with their client, they're being paid by their client to get the right people talking to them, so, um, and, but it's, it's, it's over years of, you know, hopefully coming across as that you're not into gossip and you're not trying to set them up or you're just trying to have a bit of fun, yeah. Um and, 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 and this environment has really nailed that down. And look, my interviews have always come from doing phoners, you know, the old school phoner for radio, and then, you know, the quick fire stuff on red carpets, because I do it, I love that, you know, explosive minute and a half of um, the, the first 30 seconds of a celebrity, mm-hmm. you know, going, who the hell is this animal? You know, this semi bald, huge, <laughs> sweaty guy. Have they you ever know, talked for a long time? Sense. Have you ever had one where it's like you yeah. were going in for the fun, yeah. quick and easy, and it turned into a two yeah. hour sort of yeah. special? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but well, on a red carpet, this, this, this happened early. Uh, it was like 2003 or the end of 02. I think it was the red carpet for Analyze That, which was the sequel to Analyze This with Billy Crystal and Robert De Niro. And uh, and and I, I was always I called you know Brad Blanks at the arse end of the red carpet. I was a radio guy, and I was the only radio guy there. And I didn't have a camera. And I'm at the end with my little microphone uh, and a mini disc recorder. Um, they'll explain that to you later, Mister Ninety Seven. What a mini disc recorder okay, is. Great. And um, <laughs> and I'd stand there, and Billy Crystal came along. It was freezing cold night. And everyone was wrapping up. You know, that's where I was, where, the, where the, all the other crews were wrapping up and you're the last one standing there. And he stopped and talked. And, he, and, he, and I love Billy Crystal, but he was, just, he was pissed off that he had to talk to me. I'm kind of like, well, you're pissed off, so I don't really want to talk to you. I love you, but you're being a prick. You know, and, and we're chatting. Sorry, language. Um, sorry. No, you, um, a bad guy. Fine, yeah. right, thank you. And, and I'm interviewing him, but the interview kept on going. I'm like, and he wasn't being good. It wasn't like a loving interview. I mean, it was freezing cold. We're all wrapped up. It's, like it's a December night, you know, and uh, in New York. And, uh, and I'm interviewing him, and the interview just wouldn't stop. And I'm so like, were you waiting and, a and cue, sitting- for a cue for, from him? Like, surely <laughs> yeah. you can just say, thanks so much. That was great. We've got everything yeah. we need. Yeah, but, but but the other side of me is like, this is Billy Crystal. He's talking, <laughs> but he's not talking nice, loving stuff. You know, uh, so... so that was always an interview that just didn't naturally end, even though it probably should have. Yeah, yeah. So, but look, I spend my, my whole career is built around interviewing people that don't really want to be interviewed by me, and then <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> and then seeing their pupils open up, you know, uh, expand with a little bit of happiness at about the forty second mark. And mm. as you can see on my, you'll see on my YouTube um, page, you'll see them when they finally go, oh, this guy's actually, and then the, this guy's not, not that bad. You know, he, he looks like a doofus, um, but we'll, we'll, we'll continue chatting to him. Now we know what's going on. Um, but look, the whole game's changed again in interviews. You know, you've got the, the likes of um, you know, talk show hosts now, like Fallon and Corden, they do the more personal style of interview now. Yeah, mm. like carpool karaoke, 
Mm-hmm. I look at that and I yeah. say, well, Aussies and English talk show presenters have been doing that style of interview, what Corden does, for, for 30 years. It's just the, the Aussie and English personality. It's just that Corden managed to package that up and put it in a car, you know, that, that works fantastically, don't get me wrong, but that yeah. style of personality is very different to what happens in interviews in the United States. The, I mean, um, have you got a go-to question, Brad? Just if you like, if I put you in front of a celebrity <laughs> now, you don't know who they are. You just open your eyes and you have to ask something. What do you, what do you start with? Other than, uh, um, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, start, start. Um, yeah, jeez, oh, 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 inspirational stuff, isn't it? This all is, and that'll bamboozle them. <laughs> 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 How can you knock the word inspiration? Like, oh, yeah, and by the time they get to that, then the, another thought will come in my head. But my <laughs> my, my go to my go to questions probably at the end, getting to the end, where I'm like, Geez, I've got to finish on an up. I've got to finish on a laugh. I've got to finish on something upbeat. You know, positive. Yeah, you know, got to get a laugh here. I've got to get something because this interview is going badly at the moment. And I always ask them to give me advice. You know, and 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 eighty five percent of the time it works. You know, mm-hmm. do you have any advice for me, a six foot five, goofy, uh, semi balding, sweaty guy? And that will get something big, hopefully. You know, um, but there's still sometimes there's dead fishes. I, I, I interviewed last year, um, um, and I don't want to quickly relate that to the to them being dead fishes because I love these two ladies, Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon. It was the afternoon of a junket. It was for the morning show. I go in there. All the celebrities, all the actors in a part of that show were on high alert because it's, you know, all about, you know, sexual harassment in the workplace and it had just come off the Harvey Weinstein and the Ronan Farrow book and it had all been happened in, you know, um, Matt Lauer, you know, with the Today Show. And it was all within five days of each other, all those stories sort of re-bubbling up. And I go into the, the junket, the interview with, with them and, and I just want to have a bit of fun. I'm not going in there to talk about, you know, like the sexual harassment or getting, you know, in trouble in the workplace and all this. And um, and they were. It was like it was like a legal interview. It was like I was a lawyer. I was like I was like a, I was like a, I was like Soul and Better Call Soul. I was like upbeat, pumped, talking to them, want to have fun with Jennifer Aniston and Reese. And they were just giving me cold, cold mm. stuff. And I, I tried. If, if you see that interview, I, I am sweating like the Coldplay story I told you before. I am melting down in the interview and I'm throwing everything I can just to get some laughs. And they and they just weren't weren't going. You know, how many like, times have you um, um how many times have you had Ricky Gervais? How many times have you spoke to him? Yeah, I think I'm up to nineteen times. Wow. Nineteen and, times. And so Ricky, at that point, yeah. like what's the What's the relationship? Are you like, hey mate, are we are we are we friends now? Do you want to hang out? Do you want to have a beer? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's yeah, I know, and I'd love to hang out with you. you know, look, we're, we're I think we're professional mates. I guess. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> yeah. I'm far from a professional. Don't worry. <laughs> you know, I, yeah, it's a, it's a, Your shirt's nice. It's a you got a very one. professional yeah. shirt yeah. for yeah. it. Yeah, no, I've just put this on. Yeah, I've got I've got the um I've, I've got the I come, the cupboard next door with four clothes hangers of shirts, and I've been interchanging for the last for the last seven weeks. Um, um, I have to bloody wash this one because I'm sweating profusely. It's just about excitement of talking to you guys. But but Gervais, I'd love to. You know, it'd be great to you know have a few beers and talk. But look, I, I think he's a he's a I think he's a bit of a recluse. I think he's just a chilled sort of guy. And 
you know, and, and he's been interesting to watch and it was interesting to talk to him during this whole period. I enjoyed his, he did a 1 p.m., um, a 6 p.m. British time, uh, you know, five, maybe it was 6 p.m. where he'd do a stream on Twitter and it was good getting an insight into his life and I, he seems pretty relaxed and does a bit of writing. He, he like, he binge watches so much television and, and, and in this period you'd think everyone's binging, I'm not binging enough i need to binge more i can't actually find time to binge um but yeah. but yeah I, yeah anyway he, he's he's a, he's a good good guy and he's been very good to me and but it started in the early days when no one would interview him in the united states and i'd be the only one interviewing ricky and uh and that was in like 2005 2006 so he'd have like a, his first comedy special and hbo would call me in to, to interview mm. him and we do these like 25 minute you know um sessions on a couch and i just have a mate of mine holding a little camera and we do these interviews and they're, they're great fun and and it's it's built a, a, a fun relationship which which is great brad That's you're so pretty cool. you're pretty high energy i think it's de definitely something i noticed <laughs> when i met you and um every time i've spoken to you or seen you since still high energy i guess still you definitely would have to have unless you're a robot take your take your um Take your head off now. Uh, let's see your brain if it's real. No, but have you? Um, what do you do when you get a bit low energy and you're on a red carpet? Because it is work. Sometimes you don't want to have yeah. to go to work. And no, like, I got to find something. What do you do? Yeah. No. 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 Great question. No, it happens. It happens a lot. It more happens. Like here, we're in this game, right? Where you, it's only up to you. And in you, like for you, Josh and Tommy, you get to bounce it off each other. I maybe get to talk to some people at the radio station that I work at or mate, more mates that aren't even in it, but you're constantly, you're playing with yourselves where you're at. So you can never, I've found you can never get ahead of yourself because you don't know where you are in what your career is or your ambition. You, you just got to wake up every day and sort of chase that, that, that thing you're never going to catch. And, and it's hard when you you, no one tells you you're never going to catch it, but you've got to keep on driving. So an example of that would be to go to a red carpet where I don't know if I'm going to get anyone and I've got to stand there and you're kind of competing against, you know, people standing next to you on either side. And, and yeah, like, but I've gone to red carpets where I've been totally flat going, what am I even doing here? And, and keeping myself open-minded enough where uh, I might not get the star of, of the movie and they might just brush me and, and walk straight, but, but I'll get some reality star from a show that hasn't broken yet and it breaks the following mm. week and that show's huge yet i've turned up just and i've done this goofy interview where i really don't know anything about this person and we've turned it into two minutes of gold just you know and, and i'm flat leading into that and and i have something so it proves mm. that you've just got to keep turning up even when you're not flat and even if you think you're not going that well you know, you're not getting ahead or you're not improving or whatever. You just got to, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's a, it's a psyching game, a self-psyching mm. game to keep mm. on pushing. And um, a bit of a deep one to, to end on. What do you dream about? What do you what do you dream of? What do you think? Not as in like when you go to sleep, but what, what do you, <laughs> you know, when you daydream, when you think about the future, where do you go? Yeah, it's, it's really good because uh, I, I think as I've, you know, you, you're married, kids, you know, it, life's worked out good in you know, that regard. Uh, but you want to keep on improving in your jobs or, you know, and what you're, you know, our jobs are our passions in, in a way and what we're doing. And 
So you sit there and go, well, what's the perfect scenario? And, and maybe that is the issue that I haven't figured that part. What is a perfect scenario? What is perfect anyway? And, and from a dreaming point of view is I still love the moment of having a great chat. And like right now I'm loving talking to you guys. You know, um, we became friends and I, I love that moment of having a connection with someone that can create that sort of explosiveness. And that just gets back to, you know, having a beer in the pub, you know, with a, you, you know, as an 18 year old in Cobram and I'm sitting there talking to the 76 year old guy and he used to play full forward for Cobram and we chat about how he was a good footballer. And that, that feeling then is the same feeling I enjoy today when I interview people. Yeah, I think like it doesn't even matter who it is, whoever's met you, no. they, 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 always, they always mention your energy because um, Pete Shepard, uh, a mate of mine who you caught up with, he's, he's the, he um, is the head coach at, um, at Alt MBA, uh, Seth Godin's sort of um, program, and you caught up with Pete and Pete described it as uh, extremely high energy yeah. and I think you'd had oh, about yeah. six coffees before oh yeah, you I was him. off my head that day, Tommy. <laughs> you should have seen me. Like, I, I, I felt bad. I hope he didn't think I was running to the toilet and doing something bad no, because no. I was, I was, I was, I was Jack. What had happened to me is I'd stopped drinking, and I think I got him about three weeks into my not drinking, and I and I was running. I was training for the New York Marathon, so I was like going through this whole stage. I'm like jacked. And the poor guy got me at 100 miles an hour. <laughs> and I was excited to meet him. And, and, I, and I'm a fan of Seth Godin's like you guys. And, yeah. and, I, and I wanted to hear everything about that. But, but the stuff going on in my head to him, the poor, we, were in a, we were in a diner and we didn't eat anything. The, 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 the waitress was so pissed off. Yeah. Like and you were did, yelling? Did about, you were yelling a bit like yeah, when you were talking? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yes, I was yelling. And I had to keep saying, mate, I'm sorry. And, he, he, and, and what a great guy he is. He's like, no, nah, no, nah, bring it on. Keep going. And, and he was encouraging me. <laughs> he was encouraging me. The human periscope, right? That's yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. human Twitter periscope. Out. Exactly. Bloody good bloke. And he was due to come over. He emailed me uh, yeah. a few months ago and said, I'll be in New York in April. And, yeah. and I was excited again. I and I was hoping to have a few beers with him, which hopefully would be a more subdued version than a, <laughs> than a, than a, than a, than a, than a fat guy training for a marathon that had lost about 10 kilograms and was drinking. Yeah, it was uh, it's smashing. He loved it. He was like, it was a highlight of his yeah. New York. Like, you know, I think that that's what makes, that's what makes trips, right? <laughs> Meeting people and, so good. you know, you'd rather be memorable than, uh, you know, yeah, not, yeah. boring. Next time I'll try and act yeah. like a straight man. Like, <laughs> See, big, big, big Pete, big Pete again. But uh, well, I hope you guys are. Fired. I hope I've been like a fluffer. Oh, mate, you've been great. Fired up, to... definitely. <laughs> yeah, good, good, good. Well, I commend what you're doing, and I know you're going to have fantastic guests, and uh, it's it's wonderful. And um, say hello to George as well. Yeah, um, awesome. you know, all the better. Look forward to meeting him. And Mister Ninety Seven, you're a champion, mm -hmm. and the the young bloke. Uh, Charles, you know, the, the yeah, you'll, you'll get Charles. Eh? I'll jump we'll you off him. to Charles. He, he's in the he's in the green. Yeah. We've set up a virtual green room. So yeah. at the end, no, just it. Sort of, it, did come, it did definitely come through to YouTube. Just PS, because I, I saw did it go on to YouTube. A, it did a shot on um, uh, CP from Quadlock. He took a photo of the screen. He was just loving it. Oh really? He, I definitely saw Charles there. Oh, that's interesting. So, yeah, unless interesting. that was Charles. I, unless it was Charles taking a photo <laughs> of his own screen. I oh, know that could have been. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I've pushed it Either across way. anyway. So there we go. Um, <laughs> Brad, thanks, mate. And I'm looking forward to. Um, yeah. Can you be nice to us when you come back on in like? 20, yeah, 
20 hours or something. Can you... Yeah, it'd be very just, nice. Just pump us up. Can you interview very us? Nice. It'll be weird. It'll yeah. get real no, fucking I'll, weird. Why don't I... I'll, I'll interview you guys, all right? We'll ask you about... We'll do a bit of news because it'll be 2 p.m. Okay, you know, great. Yeah, but... Bit, a bit of New York news, what's going on in the world, you know, what, what's yeah, happened, great. and um, be a good time. Friday afternoon, we'll, we'll do a stock market report, something like yeah. that. <laughs> so, um, I'll, be, I'll be talking shit, Brad, don't worry about that, mate. Yeah, no, uh, pump, pump, guys. Well, uh, wonderful. Good luck. Go get them. Awesome. Em. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Brad. <laughs>